Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's time for Tech Talk. Uh, Adam Oldfield, of course, is here, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing. And uh, we do this every Friday at 1130, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing very good. Considering the weather, it's starting to get a little fluffy. I was coming in. and It looks uh, like a snow globe out there now. It's you know, nice. It, it was getting a little thick. The snow was coming in pretty hard and fast. So, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's I wasn't expecting it. I saw snow showers. I kind of assumed snow showers is like things I won't see on the ground. But it was a little thick on the... Uh, yeah, it's starting to, to stick yeah, around. Yeah, it's starting to accumulate. Yeah, and add up. All right, listen, uh, before we get into the, the stuff we wanted to talk about yeah. on Tech Talk today, uh, just before the break here, Ian Lee from the Sprott School of Business was on. Yep. At Carleton University, talking about net neutrality, the rule, the, the, the decision made by uh, the FCC, which is really made by Donald Trump because it was right. one of his campaign promises, yes. uh, to abolish the net neutrality rules. And uh, Ian Lee says, no, it's a good thing. It's, it's going to encourage innovation and, and creativity, and it's going to make everything better, and everybody will flourish in this. Uh, you are heavily involved in this. You you run yes. a number of businesses. You have a contrary point of view. I I do I do. I was listening. No, as I don't we want to hear it. I just know that you know. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, I'm getting there. Do you have no choice? Yeah, every topic's going to relate. I've to opened this. this Pandora's box. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, I, I'm really on the fence on this. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> truthfully. You kick the fence down. I'm going to dispute completely everything Ian said. And you know what? He's absolutely wrong. It is, this is the worst thing, in my opinion. This is like one of those, like, does anyone truly, are we basically trying to put lipstick on a pig? Are we trying to, like, bake a cake around knives? Because, no, this is not a good thing. And I'll tell you just quickly, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox in a moment, but... No, this, no, you're up there now. Go. All right, exactly. Let me pull up my bullhorn just a moment. The 900 seats. Oh, bullhorn. you don't need one. This is why. <laughs> Let me tell you why. First off, this is going to stifle innovation. Him, his comment about it's going to open it up. No, it's not. This is actually a bad thing. First of all, to understand what net neutrality actually means is that it's going to let the cable companies have more control specifically of what can be categorized or compartmentalized mentalized into sections so streaming section social media section email section you will basically identify the united states will be set up in compartments that you know i almost look at it as the way we have it right now rogers you sign up with a rogers you can get a streaming edition for xyz take that and amplify it and what that means is that innovation in the case of the lion's den a great program such innovative great ideas with this new net neutrality, it will stifle innovation to the point where Twitter would not be where it is today. Facebook would not be where it is today. And that could be argumented. You could say, well, that's not really a bad thing, is it? But what about all the things that are good? Let's talk about some of the great ideas and programs you've had and the guests on the show. What net neutrality would do would stifle the ability to reach the masses. What happens if you have a great streaming solution, but they don't have a streaming feature on their plan because they didn't buy that package? And by the way, this is just going to absolutely hinder Canada to a level which I'm very, very deeply concerned. All the companies that we can easily trade in a technology, my business inclusive, uh, as I have one on both sides of the border, this is really going to alter a complete operation point. So... Let's just say that right now you go to YouTube and you want to find that funny vir viral video and you see that one little box that says, sorry, not available in your country. Yeah. Get ready to see that a lot. Get ready to see. I can't. I, you know where I see that? Uh, a lot of the Daily Show stuff. Yes. On the Daily. I, I want to go back there because I, I don't watch the late night shows because I'm, I'm in bed because I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. 
So, but I do watch them on YouTube, or at least I try to the next yeah, day. That's right. And when John Stewart was doing the show every night, I, I want to watch the Stuart, the Daily Show, and, and even with Trevor Noah, not available, not available, not available, and it drives you nuts. Absolutely. And, and you say that's going to increase. That's going to be a regular thing. That is going to be something we as Canadians are probably going to look at and go, oh, we don't have the YouTube. Get ready for beachcombers. If you love beachcombers and you love reruns of everything CBC, it's going to be phenomenal. You're going to love it. But this is going to hinder, in my opinion, again, because I've seen other net, net neutrality org, uh, groups in countries, and it will look cheaper. It will look like you're getting the package because we may look at this and say, well, I really just use it for email, or I really just use it to check my Facebook once in a while. So if someone said, well, that's only going to be $6 a month, or just to use your email is going to be $8.99 versus $40 or $80 a month for that package, that seems pretty pretty appealing except all of a sudden it's like oh you need the netflix feature mm, that's an extra bonus oh you want the amazon shopping feature yes shopping features come with a separate price all of a sudden that menu becomes really expensive because we've got the buffet right now and so let me ask you something you're just saying things here that are, are kind of concerning me more and more people i know now for instance are buying smart tvs yes all right. I don't care about that little box that's going to give me Netflix because I got it on my TV already. Yep. But now you're telling me that it's probably going to cost me more. It will cost you more or you're going to need to find ways to get around it. As an example, one of the topics we were going to discuss, and I'll jump into that as part of our discussion, Amazon and YouTube finally came to it a conclusion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amazon basically buckled to the power of YouTube. And they more or less said, we got no other option. These guys are way bigger than us. When you're the second largest search engine to the biggest search engine that they own both, you got some really limitations in regards to whether or not it could hinder your success. Amazon had to buckle to the power of Google, and this is an example of what using your TV, is to get around that, you could have went to Roku, R-O-K-U, which is a, a software yeah, that you yeah, could sign up, it, yeah. and it would give you the chance to basically access. But Roku, uh, Roku I'm saying it probably incorrect, it also comes with a subscription model. You can download the 4K TV. You can download the movie option. You can download individually segments. Again, that is what the future of our internet is going to be. This is not innovation innovation for success of growth. This will take that great idea from that McMaster student, that Mohawk student, that Hamilton Young web company that says, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could create an app or a program or a website and it could help do this, innovate agriculture, uh, develop a streaming video. Um, you know, we had Jake on with the drum learning, 180 yeah, yeah, drums. Yeah. He would be in a position that his business would never flourish or have the chance in the U.S. under this new new law. Why? Because his video won't be maybe packaged under the AT&T, the Verizon, the Comcast model. How does that help innovation? It doesn't help anything. So in my opinion, no, this is probably one of the most destructive things that has ever happened, in my opinion, when it comes to Internet. And it will alter the innovation when it comes to technology development for the future. So there is the other side of the coin, and uh, you can listen to Ian's, of course, to his explanation and his uh, his uh, rationale behind this. But I, I I wanted to get you to talk about this because I mean you're and Ian's a hands-on guy. You know, he just doesn't teach business practices. He he's involved and in, and does an awful lot of work right around the world. I get that, uh, but but this. 
I, I know as affect well, you're concerned it's going to affect your bottom line. It's going to affect the bottom line, and I'm going to have to re. I'm already remodeling in January my business. Now I got to remodel my American model of the business. So I've got to factor that into the play. And, and I'm not the only one. This is going to this is this will hurt a lot of web companies in Canada that is uh, that have a lot of clients in the U.S. without having an American business. You know what's interesting about this, and we're kind of getting into the politics of it is that we're told that one of the issues that was at some point, if they ever get back to, uh, to serious negotiations in the NAFTA talks, was going to be telecommunications. And, this and, and now that they've changed the way it's going to be done in the States, that's going to have a huge impact on what they're going to want to see here. I don't know who's going to be sitting at the table when that discussion's had, but it's going to definitely take a big chunk of, of, of alteration of success. And I think it's only fair to say that the uh, the Canadian CRTC is going to be looking at this going, we're going to need to put some new restrictions in because Rogers and Bell are just going to be chomping at the bit going, yeah, hey, this is great news because we can't make a pact openly, but together under the new CRTC laws, if we were able to structure, we got partnerships that we can make deals with Comcast, Verizon, AT&T, and we'll need that under the new regulations to make net neutrality now in Canada. What a, this is an implosion of the internet as we've seen it as far as where it's going in the future. We'll talk about this a lot more. They they have told us that even with this decision, it's going to be months, I guess, before some of the stuff actually starts to to become evident to us. So I'm I'm sure we'll talk more about this. Uh, we're heading into Christmas time. We're there, I guess, really, uh, and it's one of the busiest travel times of the year. And anybody who spent any time at an airport sees people running back and forth with luggage and trying to make their flight and. We're sometimes waiting, uh, which is why this is such a timely idea. This is the uh, the the suitcase slash baby seat toddler. Yes. So when this is going to take every experience of traveling with your toddler to a whole new lovely experience. It's actually kind of comical when you see it. It's called the bag rider, and what you do. <laughs> I know it's kind of weird name. You basically strap your toddler to the top of your carry-on and it's got the buckles in the seat belt and it looks like a restrainer like you're in an f1 formula car and you strap your toddler to this and you wheel your your you know luggage in, uh, around so you don't have to carry the big safety seat and you know the, the the baby seat that you normally bring off it you know carry it out of the car then you got your luggage you got the baby seat the toddler seat now you just take your toddler strap it to the top of your luggage buckle them in it's got a headrest it's got the uh, safety harness and you kind of wheel your toddler then when you get on the plane usually don't put them in the car seat anyways they have to take it wrap it in plastic bag put a little label on it hopefully you get it wherever you're going in this case just unbuckle your child put it under the seat and your child sits on your lap it's actually quite quite smart to be honest with you time this is a great idea just remember it though is. if you if you if you're not going to use carry-on luggage please take the kid off the suitcase that's before right, you put it right. on, the, yeah. on, the, on the conveyor belt there anything to declare definitely has a new meaning yes, yes you're yes, going to want to declare the toddler <laughs> yes uh, did you buy it here? No. Uh, let's talk about drive-through. Still very popular. You know, I saw this. It's a, it's not really a tech thing. It's more of a handy thing. I thought this was great because you know what? We've all been to the drive-through. You get your fries. You get your your dipping sauce. You get your wings. Whatever it is, and they give you the little sauces. The best part is they're all in the same design, so you can rip open the top lid, dip your sauces or dip your fries, dip whatever you want in it. And you know, you're driving, and we talk about hands-free. It's a serious issue. Autonomous driving is not a, is not completely here. So this handy little device allows you to connect this dip it's called the dip catcher you take this dip catcher it's a piece of plastic uh, shaped perfectly to hold your dips put it into your vents and you can now dip and eat without really taking your hands off the wheel perfectly safe driving 
Mm, okay. <laughs> you think... I say that without laughing. Sorry, folks. That's not probably very comical, is it? So You think 2018 is going to be a big year for smartphones? Yeah. It's going to be a great year. You Tech Talk 2018 with Bill and Adam is going to be very exciting. But let me tell you the top three reasons. Now, there's, there's lots. I mean, there's probably about 15. These were my reasons why I think... Everyone that's kind of hindering on the, do I want to get a smartphone? Let me tell you why you want to wait until 2018. There's top three, and there's more. This is why. Number one, battery life. First of all, 30% more battery life will be in all of our phones. They will also allow us to do more 3D games. They will come with a 4K resolution. They will allow you for mobile VR. And just to be clear, this 30% means you can work your phone email, searching, browsing, do a couple Facebook things, you'll get two days. That's my estimation, Bill. On every smartphone you buy in 2018, I believe you will get two days of operation. Even you? Uh, I'll get a day. I'm getting a day right now. I'm on the new Note 8. All right. And I can tell you I'm a very aggressive user. Yeah. I unplug it about 5.15 in the morning. I'm usually pretty good. I don't got to plug it in until about 6 o'clock at night. And I'm talking and rambling and going on and i get it down to about eight percent by the end of the day but i can tell you yes i get almost a full day almost that's incredible it is number two faster wi-fi and lte we've talked about 5g's we talk about all these networks number two why you want your smartphone fast speed internet and i'm going to put it in simple simple language for you 1.2 gigabytes is going to be available to download very soon in 2018 on all phones. Now you might go, eh? What's that mean? Let's just say an average movie, if you were to download a Netflix movie, not high res, a normal movie, is close to about 30 gigs, okay? Or 15 gigs, that's that's not fair. So 1.2 gigs streaming will be very quick. That is really fast. So speeds are going to amplify much quicker. And number three is we will have much smarter artificial intelligence. (laughs) We were talking about this earlier about the languages of Siri and Google and and so forth. Smarter language is going to be even much more wiser come 2018. I'm using Bixby right now. It's as dumb as a child and maybe because it's just, I'm sorry, children, I didn't mean to say that uh, too much. I'm saying a young infant and I'm growing with it. And Bixby keeps saying, I'm learning and you're doing well. Here's some experience points. I don't know what I'm getting with experience points, but apparently it's learning my ways, my habits, who I call, who I text. And so 2018, Bixby and I should be pretty good friends. It's going to be my new BFF, and it's going to know when I go to the bathroom, where I need to be at a certain time, when I'm late, what I should do, if it should maybe let Michelle know that I'd like to pick up a pizza versus eat in tonight. All of that should be done in 2018 with my smartphone. Bixby's forming an opinion of you, too. I don't think it likes me right now. Yeah. Bixby and I are having a bit of a relationship challenge, and it's not going well. And I can tell you right now, Bixby's winning. <laughs> I watched on uh, the television news, I guess it was about two or three weeks ago now, that uh, uh, the big presser they had with Elon Musk driving out with this great, yes. big, huge electric uh, tractor trailer. Yep. That, that looked awesome. Yes. And that was like three weeks ago. Now you're telling me he's already got competition? You know, and I like this, because as much as I love the technology company Tesla doing all these things and going 
to Mars and all this other sort of stuff. You know, there really hasn't been a lot of noise about tractor trailers that are autonomous driving. Like, not really. This one, I thought, was worthy of discussion. It's called Thor. And I love this. What a great name for a tractor trailer. It's the same price as Elon Musk. This juggernaut, though, can give you 300 miles, up to 500 kilometers, and it runs uphill, heavy loads. It's great for short distance, and this is going to be an option for those in the trucking industry. This is going to be an option for you. Same price, quality-wise, it will give you a lot of short distance value. Tesla's got its competition, and I, I just felt it was fair to let another company get a little bit of a profile online that autonomous tractor trailers there's going to be a lot of options out there the interesting part is we're not saying this is the sad we're not saying any of the original companies that are out there making it mac trucks which doesn't exist and sterling trucks and all that i'm i'm not seeing that innovation from these guys so we may see a whole new line of of tractor trailers coming out from different model makers i uh, got a few seconds left here for people that are going out to do some shopping uh, you mentioned about this uh, this updated atari box yes. a couple of weeks ago and i think everybody got excited about it uh you're probably not going to find it on the shelves are you no well you know what we spoke about it in june and i was yeah. really excited about the new atari full-on box and it was built with a linux operating system and it was going to give you everything from atari it, it actually came with all all the Atari history and was supposed to come with a few features that were allowing you to have some of the current games. Unfortunately, it's not going to probably happen. We may never see the Atari box and primarily is they can't get the price right. So right now you can get a PS4, which pretty amazingly, 4K games, 4,000 resolutions. Those that play video games that are into this, this is really for you. But it's about 300 bucks to give you this real full experience. For $300, you might be able to see Pac-Man on your screen. So I think they're having a problem seeing the market demand for the Atari 2600 when you can go on Kijiji or Craigslist and probably pick one up for 25 bucks and just plug the cartridge in. There you go. Saved you a whole lot of money and and frustration. Uh, we do this every Friday, 1130 Tech Talk, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. We'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Same to you. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.